Starting and sustaining a business is hard. Whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick-me-up, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman. Hello and welcome to my show, Go For It. This is Joe Hausman. Thank you so much for listening today and every day to my show where I bring on expert guests who can help enlighten us and help us grow as individuals and business owners. Well, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a treat today and so am I and I am so excited. But remember, I always like to give this shout out, you know, to myself for putting on this show, but I am your celebrity business and life coach. I am also a speaker that goes around the country and also now be international here pretty soon and also speaker, voiceover artist, and international best-selling author. I brand myself as that celebrity business coach because I help you grow your business through social media outlets and also other outlets, media outlets, because you know what? The world needs to know who you are and what you do for your business. And you know what? I'm here to help you with that. So you know, you can go to my website, joehosman.com, and we can talk. We can set up that 15-minute free talk, and we can go for it. And remember, my past and present clients are loving it, and you can too. Now, I do also have that free download there at The Secrets to Realizing Your Dreams. So just pop in your email, and you know what? That download's all yours. Or you can send me an email, joe at joehosman.com. Just say, I'm in. And there we have it. So like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we are in for a huge treat today. I have Mr. Tom Hopkins on the line with me today. I am so excited. Tom is a world-renowned, he is world-renowned as the builder of sales champions, Tom's practical yet powerful selling strategies have made the careers of literally millions of sales professionals. He is the bomb. Tom has been teaching via live events, recorded audios and videos, and through his books for over 40 years. His classic book, How to Master the Art of Selling, is dog-eared on the shelves of top today's top sales pros. Tom will teach you simple strategies you can put to work in your very next sales presentation. Why have millions built their careers on Tom's training? Because they get the results they want, they close sales, and most importantly, they have happy clients. Tom Hopkins, welcome to my show. Go for it. Well, thank you, Joe. And as I mentioned uh, when we were preparing to have our little chat, that what's so funny is that for the last, well, 40 years, I've been autographing books, and I always write, go for it. And so when I saw that that was kind of the name of your program, I said, wow, is this going to fit nicely? Because those three words, go for it, are so critical you, you, you don't take the rejection personally. You go after the sale. You keep your attitude when being told no. You turn no's into yeses. So anyway, let's go for it. Hey, sounds good. I love that saying. I've been saying it for years. And then when I decided to write my book, I'm like, well, I might as well just name it what I always say. So I might as well just name it, go for it. And that's exactly what I did. So I am excited about that, Tom. Great. Wonderful. You are you are awesome. So just so I know I, I know all about you, but maybe there's a few people that might not. So could you tell just a little brief history about how you got to be where you're at today? And I know you're you are world renowned, but maybe there's still a few people that don't know. So could just kind of just give a brief synopsis? Well, sure. And in fact I, I, I bet I relate to a lot of the people listening that at one point in their life they had to handle the fear of failure plus failure. And most of the successful people I've ever met, interviewed, spent time with, Joe, if they go back to their history, they had a time or a period or an event where they had to cope with not only failing but with the rejection that goes along with it. And that was my situation. I uh, wasn't a good student in high school, I'll be honest, uh, but I only lasted 90 days in college. And my mom and dad had saved, and that was their dream for me to get a college education. And when I literally, after three months, 90 days quit, I, I came home and told my dad, I says, Dad, I don't want to go to college. And he was a very strong man. I'd never seen him cry, but tears filled his eyes. 
And he said, Tom, you're my son, so I'll always love you, even though based on your decision not to go to college, I now know you will never amount to anything. Mm -hmm. And what's surprising is when I talk to people who have uh, climbed the ladder of success, achieved a tremendous amount of their life, most of them will say, yeah, I had that happen to me, too. I had something to prove. And I, see, I think successful people, Joe, at one point in their life have something to prove to someone. Mm-hmm. And if you think about your background, there was a point, a time, an event when you said, oh, yeah, I'll show you I can be a success. And I didn't know what I was going to do, and I became an iron worker carrying steel at 18 And I did that for a year, and my dad was proud of me because I was a hard worker on the steel uh, uh, bridge decks. And so he said, look, you got a nice way with people, Tom. Why don't you get a real estate license and sell real estate? I said, Dad, I can't pass a real estate exam. You know me. I'm not that smart. And sure enough, I failed the darn thing three times. Fourth time I passed. And then my next challenge was to get someone to hire me as a teenager, because back in those days, it was a middle-aged man's business. Today, it's not, but that's what it was back then. And luckily, I found a broker that said, I'll give you a chance. And luckily, I found my niche. And I hope the folks listening are fortunate to have what we call the niche in life, which is doing something you love to do that really isn't work because you have a passion for what you're doing, and that transcends the definition of work, which I call work anything you're doing when you'd rather do something else. So in a way, after that one year of carrying steel, getting out, writing books, teaching seminars, and training 5 million folks on the art of selling, I don't think I've ever worked because I love what I do. Mm-hmm. Well, good for that. That's a really good story. I will tell you, Tom, um, I'm kind of in the same boat with you with the real estate license. <laughs> I failed three times until I finally passed it. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just what happens sometimes. You just got to keep going for it. You know, that's just how it is. Yeah, that's so, right. So, yeah, congratulations on that, too, because you really when you find your passion, just like and I tell people all the time with this radio show that this is my passion. I would be on radio all day, every day if I could, because I love it that much. And it it's no problem for me. I would love getting up and being interviewed and also being the interviewee. So I thank you for that. Thank you for those wonderful words, because that's really is true for that. So I have a question that a lot of people ask me and. I'm going to ask you, so when you're going to make a sales call or you're really going to get into it, you know, and you're going to really, you decide, yeah, today I'm going to reach out to like 10 people or 15 or 20 people, however many it is. How do you warm up to a cold market? How do you really get out there and really like, you know, get their attention? And because so many people ask me that question and I know my answer, but I really want to hear yours because, well, you're the expert. And how do we do that? How do we just really warm up to that cold market? Well, I think the first key is to realize that the average person likes to feel you feel like they feel. And so in meeting a person either on the phone or in person that I've never met, I would always, in a way, blame upper management for why I'm making the call. Like if I were calling you, Joe, I would say, Joe, this is Tom Hopkins. I hope I'm not burdening you today, but I've got a message I must give you to keep my job because upper management has asked me to make so many calls, and you're on my list. So forgive me, but I'd sure love to tell you in just a few minutes what we do, and it might make sense. And if so... Maybe we have an opportunity to build a relationship. Does that sound okay? Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, definitely. Well, see, now what I did was took the burden, and most people have the same situation. They have someone above them in the uh, management position that is asking them to do things. And, of course, if you blame them above, you're relating to the person because that happens to them too. But I would do always tell the truth. 
If I were right now on this call and I heard that, I'd go to my upper management and say, please tell me I must make 15 calls a day as part of keeping my job to feed my family. Now you have credibility, strength to be able to honestly say that, and in a way, they will relate to you, empathize with your need to talk to them, and there you open the door to give your presentation. I love that. That is a, that's so clever. That's what I like about it. It's just so clever. It's like, bl- you know, blame upper management for it. And you're right. Then go ask your upper management to do it. And then you can go and call people. That is a great idea. I know with another group um, I, I know of that I've been helping coach, they're in that kind of that same situation. They're, they're in a challenge to contact 25 people each day. And I said, well, is it your warm market or your cold market? And a lot of it's their cold market. So that's really a good thing to let them know because I know they're struggling. A lot of them are struggling with that. They don't know what to say, how to do it. Do they do it through social media? Do they pick up the phone and call? You know, how do they go about? So what is the best way? Is it better through social media or is it better on the phone, do you think? Well, you have to play all the parts today. Uh, Social media cannot replace a live person or a voice of a real person. Uh, We have to play the game that's being played, and social media is a definite part of it today. But I also feel you you must realize that the call, the in-person visit in your territory, wherever you're uh, networking or your area is, all of this is so critical. You have to kind of do it all until you do what I call build momentum. In other words, you have to almost prospect your way out of having to prospect. And when you do that, eventually you'll never need to prospect because you build a referral base and have a clientele following. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That referral base is the best. But you have to build that, just like Tom just said, you have to build that before you can get that referral base. And it takes a while, doesn't it? It takes a while to refer, you know, to keep building that until you get the referral. I knew a gentleman in car, well, I know several gentlemen in car sales, but they, they no longer have to prospect. They just get the referrals all the time. They just constantly have, because they've been in it 10, 5, 10, 20 years, but that's how it is. And when I had a, I I used to be a virtual assistant years ago and I built my own business. In the first two, three years, I worked it hard and worked it hard. And then after that, then all of a sudden I started getting referral clients. So I know it firsthand as well. And it's the best feeling in the world is when you start getting those referral clients coming in. I think, I personally think, because then you know you've done your job. Well, and not only that, uh, when a person walks in referred by some other happy person you served, their defenses are down, they're open to hear your message, and it's a, quite an easy transaction, especially, again, if the person that, they, that they, they, they referred them to you was so happy with what you did for them. And my goal, whenever I worked with a person, was to do such a good job that hopefully they would think of me whenever they would think of the real estate business, and that was my eight-year career uh, selling residential real estate. Mm-hmm. And luckily, I found it was my niche, and I had one year that we had a great year. We had 365 homes sold, averaging one a day, which when they heard that, people started calling me and saying, Tom, no one can sell a home a day for a year, how'd you do it? Of course, all I did was taught them what I said, how I handled a telephone, how I showed property, how I handled objections and closed the sale, which is what people want. They want how-to usable material, not just theory. And I've always tried to give them what I did and and not just theory. But that's kind of how, how I do it. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the that's it. People want to know how you do it, but then they have to kind of craft their own way, also how to do it based on their own personality. Don't you believe? Don't you think? Oh yes, definitely. Yeah. You have to yeah. develop yourself. I have mm-hmm. a little saying: work harder on yourself than you do on your job to become a person that people like, trust, and want to listen to. And when you make that happen with people, they like you, they trust you, they want to, not have to, they want to hear your message. And hopefully, because of the way you treat them, they want to build a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. I love that. 
I love those long-term relationships with people just because of that fact. You know, when I was younger, I will tell you, I never thought I'd ever be in sales, ever. You know, it's just like sales, nope, no thank you. And then I got in my early 30s, you know, and then I'm thinking, well, you know, sales isn't so bad. And then I got into some network marketing companies and then I got into my own business and sales is a part of it. Sales is just life. And now with, you know, having my own business and everything else, it's, it's a joy for me to be able to reach out and talk to people and also build that relationship with people that I just love doing that. And well, what's, what's amazing too, Joe, is the people that don't feel they can and do sales usually because they're the interested introvert where they're interested in other folks and they're very sympathetic, empathetic, and they're great listeners and not just talkers. So I find that the people that do best oftentimes are those that don't think they can do well but if they learn to ask the right questions, they become what I call a master asker. Oh, they yeah. can do super in sales. Mm-hmm. I like that, master asker. Well, Tom, we have to take a break right now, but when we come back, maybe we should talk a little bit more about that master asker. And then, of course, I have lots more questions for you, too. But we can come back. We talk about that master asker because that is one thing, too, that I'm, I always – My personal thing, I kind of struggle with sometimes, like how far should I delve into it and how many times does it take to reach out to somebody before we, um, before they're able to come back and make the sale. So when we come back after breaks, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get more into that. But for information on Tom, his website is www.tomhopkins.com. So definitely go there. He's got a lot of great information there. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit JoeHosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website, JoeHosman.com, where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. listening to go for it to reach joe hausman with a comment or question about the show please send an email to joe at joehausman.com that's j-o at joehausman.com now back to go for it welcome back to my show go for it this is joe and my awesome guest today tom hopkins I am so honored to have tom on my show today he has given us great insight into Selling, something that I know I need help with. And a lot of people that I talk to on a daily basis also need help with that. And before the break, Tom is a wonderful educator. He is, oh my goodness, you guys really should go to his website too, TomHopkins.com, Tom Hopkins International. But we are talking about the master asker. 
before break. And so, Tom, I want to talk to you more about that because when I talk to people, I tend to kind of spill my guts sometimes. And I need, and I've, I've really learned to kind of cut back. But how do we do that? <laughs> how do we not well, spill all over people? <laughs> first of all, many people gravitate into the field of sales because when they're young, they're outgoing, they're uh, talkative, gregarious, fun. And, of course, those attributes I just mentioned uh, gravitate someone possibly into the field of sales. But the challenge is when most people go into selling, they're talking and telling, not asking and listening. So many years ago, I said, I'm going to do my best to make an entire subject called The Art of Being a Master Asker. Mm -hmm. And by that, if you will discipline yourself to say, don't talk and tell, ask and listen, because whoever's talking in a conversation is really only learning what they already know, the person who is listening is learning information based on the selling process that they need to know. So the master asker decides, I'm not going to talk and tell, I'm going to ask and listen. And that can be right from the beginning. Like, Joe, if I met you and we had no relationship at all, I would simply say, you know, Joe, the company that I work for has asked me to contact people in the community that we might serve. And our company is a service-oriented company. And so I've got to do this to keep my job, feed my family. So I hope you won't mind if I ask you a few questions. Well, see, coming across with that, the empathy the other person normally has is fine. You can ask me some questions. That allows you to open the door to be a master asker, where you can get their background, you can t ask their knowledge level of the existing products they have. It'd be kind of like if I was in the automobile industry and they drove in with a certain car, I would want to find out what motivated them to make that buying decision six years ago when they got the vehicle. Because analyzing the past with questions tells you so much about the future. And if you know what's going to happen in the future based on the questions of the past, you'll usually lead people, not push them, lead them to the decision to say yes to investing their financial resources with you and your company or service. I love that. Because you ask the questions about the past because then you get to know them and really get to feel for why they purchased what they did. And then you can lead them into future purchase with you. True, because see, the average American, now this is average, doesn't make drastic changes in buying habits. Now, that's not always true. Uh, a person could win the lottery and have $20 million today they didn't have yesterday, so the past is really not important because their whole life has changed. But show me your past, and I'll show you a lot about what you'll do in the future. And this is true in business-to-business -business selling. Right now we might have folks that oh, might market business machines, copiers or something like that to, to companies. It's the same process. Find out why they said yes to their last copier, and you'll have the door open to why they'll say yes to your copier, a better one. Mm hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. It seems so, for me, it just seems kind of easy now that you say it that way. And yet, it, it should be. It should just be easy just to be able to. And I have, I will tell you, I'm getting much better about not spilling my guts all over everybody. Like when I'm talking to them, I sit back and I listen. Because you're right, you listen to what they've been through, you listen to where their spending habits are, and that will tell you a lot. Thank you for that, Tom. That was fantastic. Because sometimes you just never know, and you never, you know, another thing that I found is, like on social media, when you're posting things, you never know who's watching. It seems like the people that are the most vocal, for me, don't buy, but the ones that are quiet are the ones that buy. Because they're observing. Definitely. Yeah, that, that, that's so true. And, you know, mm -hmm. years ago I said I've got to come up with an acronym to help people in this process. So 
for your listeners, I came up with an acronym called the NEEDS Formula. Now, it's spelled N-E-A-D-S, mm-hmm. NEEDS. Mm-hmm. Now, I came up with this formula so that a person who's thinking about asking a lot of questions will follow it. Now, N-E-A-D-S, the N stands for now, which means tell me about your present situation. Let me see where you are today. Then the E in needs, N-E-A-D-S, stands Mm -hmm. for enjoy. What do you enjoy about what you have now? See, that's called hot buttons. Give me the reasons Mm. you said yes to what you invested in. Then the A stands for alter. What would you like to alter, change, or improve about what you have today? So then the D in needs is who's the decision maker. And it's so important that when you're presenting what you're doing, that you honestly say who other than yourself might be involved in deciding to do business with us. And then the S is the word solution. We have the solution based on the need. What do you have now? Enjoy. Alter, who's the decision maker? We have a solution. And bingo, we now know how to ask the right questions to lead them to own your product, service, or whatever you're offering. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm writing everything down, by the way, so that is fantastic. I love that analogy. That is really good because if you don't know about them now, how are you going to know about them in the future? And then enjoy what do they enjoy? How, uh, what do they want to alter, change? Who, and this is, I think, isn't this the most important? Who's the decision maker? Because if you're yeah, talking to so the wrong important. person, yeah, if you're talking to the wrong person. Well, and you know, here's the sad truth. Many people in the field of sales and marketing don't find out right out in front who other than yourself would be involved in a decision if this makes sense to you. And and because they don't have the decision maker, the person get all the information, say, I'll get back to you, but you'll never hear from them because you didn't qualify. Who other than yourself would be involved in the final decision if all of this makes sense? Now, keep in mind those words, if all of this makes sense. That's called a pressure reliever. Because what, in essence, you're saying is, if it doesn't make sense, don't do it. But if it does, we will. But it's a way to relieve the pressure of them having to say yes to make the investment now. Mm-hmm. Because it really is taking that pressure off of them and letting them let their guard down. Yes. Because if you can let their guard down, then you can get to them a little bit better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know people because sometimes, even when people approach me about different products or services, I'm just like, whoa, back off, buttercup, you know? <laughs> but then when they start talking, they're like, oh, well, hey, maybe, maybe this is something I'd be interested in. So then I also take that same philosophy and then um, I re- reword it for like what I'm trying to sell. And then I'm able to give back to others as well. So that is, I love that. I love being able to take the pressure off of somebody so their guard comes down and we can, you know, move on with that relationship and then also building that sale. So when we're talking to somebody, I've heard it takes like six or seven times before they actually will come through with the sale. Is that true or is there a different analogy that goes along with that? Well, that really depends on your product. It depends on the service you're offering. Uh, I have always believed, in fact, when I was in real estate, I knew that if I had a a family come in, I had them for a day to show property. If I did not close that day on the right home, I probably would not see them again. So knowing your inventory, having product knowledge is so critical. Um, The top people in sales are masters of their product. They know every question that could ever be asked. They have an answer for it. And they aren't pushy. They're pulley with questions, not pushy with statements, mm-hmm. which is a tremendous thing you want to work on. Mm-hmm. I love that because I know just from my own experience, the more you know, knowledge is power. Yeah. Really, knowledge is power. And the more you know, the less they can have any um, 
arguments with you about it because of the fact, or, and then you're not on the defensive either. You're not always having to say, oh, I got to go check, or I got to go check. You're able to say that, that whatever it is they're, they're asking, you're able to answer right away. And that, to to for me, now I'm able to go like, oh, okay, well, she's knowledgeable. She knows what she's talking about. I want to go through her. And that's just how it is in sales. And I know for myself, if I'm going to go out and buy something, say I, w- I need a new refrigerator, if I go to the local refrigerator store and, you know, the first salesman doesn't really know, but the second one does, I'm probably going to go with the second salesman. So I love that. Knowledge is power. Know your inventory and your product knowledge because that well, and that's you what a lot I, farther. When I went into management, Joe, I had 18 salespeople. And when I'd hire a new one, I would put them in a room, I would, and the management people listening right now might do this. Let's write down the 20, 30, 40, 50 normal questions people ask about our product. Then write the answers that the pros would give. And then lock them up in a room for a whole afternoon, three, four hours, and say, read this over and over again. Because repetition is what I call the mother of learning. And if you notice anyone that's a highly skilled pro, uh, Tiger Woods in golf, Phil Mickelson, you know, they both belonged to the club I was in in California, and they would come out and hit more balls practicing than any of us that aren't great golfers. So... The old saying, practice makes perfect, is not totally true because only perfect practice makes perfect. So you have to practice exactly what to say, how to say it, and take that needs formula, now enjoy, alter, decision-maker solution, and build it in, and you watch. I get more letters, Joe, and calls from people that say, that needs formula changed my selling career, which is what we're all about. When we say go for it, make the sale. Well, I tell you what, Tom, I am actually going to put that into use myself. I am so excited about that. I'm going to put that into use myself, and you'll be getting a letter from me as well when (laughs) I I change my sales around. Because uh, you know me, I love to go for it, and I love to um, talk to people. I'm I'm a talker. I love, well, I'm also a listener too, but just meeting people. I love to be out and meeting people and just getting to know about them. I, I almost consider myself a master networker because I like to coordinate people together. And I like, you know, if if uh, Jane over here needs a hairstylist, I'm going to recommend so-and-so over here or whatever it is. But when I go to networking events, I'm always trying to network other people. But also I think that's all about building that relationship too. Now we have about two minutes until our break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about that relationship building and really talking about how to really um, – Build that, you know, maybe a little bit more on social media. I know some people really stray away from social media, but that is a big priority. Matter of fact, I will tell you about 90 to 95% of my clients and my guest experts come from social media. So when we come back after break, we'll talk more about that. And then also to go to Tom's website, go to www.tomhopkins.com. You've got a lot of great stuff there, Tom. I love uh, browsing your website and going through all of that. So, and also if you have questions for me, you can email me joe at joehosman.com. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit JoeHosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website, JoeHosman.com, where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. 
My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, johosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's johosman.com or 605-941-7969. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. listening to go for it to reach joe hausman with a comment or question about the show please send an email to joe at joehausman.com that's j-o at joehausman.com now back to go for it welcome back to go for it my show here on voice america ladies and gentlemen fantastic as i am just in awe of mr tom hopkins being my special guest today we are learning i know i'm learning so much from him because every day we're in sales no matter what we do you know we're talking about different products and services but also you know meeting tom and having him on my show has just been fantastic and tom of all the people you have met because i know it's millions um, who has influenced you the most? Well, many years ago, Joe, I, I said, I'm going to try my best to meet people that are prominent in, in some industry and then pick their brains. Uh, see, a lot of people don't realize a, a, a mentor can be someone so successful, and most of them will help someone if the person will just ask. Many years ago, uh, my father uh, loved Bob Hope, the famous comedian. Mm-hmm. And because of that, he worked for Mr. Hope. And, of course, I got to meet him, spend time with him. And I'll never forget, I, I said, Mr. Hope, you know, I train people in the field of sales and marketing and this and that. And he said, Tom, we're all in sales. Now, I'm in sales. If the audience doesn't laugh at something I'm saying, then I didn't make the sale. So, I mean, I'm thinking, geez, Bob Hope is saying that. Uh, other folks, you know, like Earl Nightingale, who is the famous author and, uh, and, and writer back in the 60s, he had such life-changing things for me. And, of course, Donald Trump. I leased Donald Trump's penthouse in New York for a month, and this is back 20 years ago. But I'll never forget the day he came over and we visited. I asked him a lot of questions about, you know, things, and this is way before he ever thought or dreamed of being uh, the president. Mm-hmm. And he gave me some ideas. He said one thing, he says, Tom, a no can always become a yes if you say the right words to get to it. So, of course, you know, I'm always making notes, Joe, when I meet anybody of prominence, I will always ask them questions, make, make notes. Uh, I recently did a tour in Europe, and I, I uh, also went to Great Britain, and had a dinner uh, with uh, the Prime Minister, uh, Margaret Thatcher. Um, and, of course, I just asked her all these questions. What do you feel was the reason you became the first woman premier there? And this and that on, on uh, 10 Downing Street. So, again, I, uh, what I'm teaching the folks to do, I have lived all my life. Be a master asker an intent listener, focus on what they're saying, put it into practice by taking notes and do application. Because without application, all the great ideas are meaningless. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm just, well, as you're talking, I'm writing like crazy myself. So, and I love that <laughs> master asker and intent listener. And I think that's the most, and thank you for sharing that about those people, because first of all, I've tried to instill that in people as well. 
when I told people that you're going to be on my show, they're like, well, how in the world did you get him? I'm like, I just asked. <laughs> you know, yeah. Isn't that this, the truth? You get yeah. anything in life you want if you just ask. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what you have to do. You just have to ask. And I try to instill that in people. And for the mentorship, you're right. I mean, you're my mentor. There's many other people that are my mentor that I'm always looking up to and trying to live up to for my own stand, you know, for my own self. But also because of the fact that when, I'm going to go back to the beginning of what you talked about is people who want more in their life. And we talked about that at the very beginning of the show. And I always was like that when I was in my young 20s and I was a single mom. I wanted more. I wanted more from life than what had life had handed me. And, you know, with my little two and a half year old in tow, we moved halfway across the country to a better job. And people thought I was crazy. And that's when I first started saying, well, I'm just going to go for it because why not? I can do that. And I have the means and the way to do it. And it just comes, and from there, I listened to the people that mentored me because I, I, I listened to people who had done it, who had went there, you know, they had moved themselves, because I had never moved, really. I mean, moved once when I was a kid, but that was it. So, but to move halfway across the country, the same thing with the mentors that you found here, you always have to go after somebody who's done it bigger, better, bolder, and stronger than you have. And I well, love I that. Oh, yes, and Joe, also, people listening, uh, one of the keys to success is to take a risk. And that mm-hmm. means you might have to give up what you've got to get what you want. And many mm-hmm. people want to hang on to what they have, and because they won't take the risk and maybe give it up to go for what they want, they may never achieve their fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And that was my case. Everybody in real estate that knew me in California said, you're the top realtor in California. Why the heck would you give it up, move to Arizona, and become an author, write books? And I said, you know what? That's what I want to do. And I moved. And, of course, when they heard I'd sold 365 homes in a year, averaging one a day, my phone rang off the hook. People say, come teach us. Because obviously you can't close lots of sales and then not share how you do it. So that's really, I think, how I built my business. And I've lived on an airplane almost every week. I fly somewhere in the world to teach these wonderful people called salespeople. And selling is the foundation of our free enterprise, capitalistic, wonderful country. So it's, it's important for us to be better at selling ourselves, our ideas, our concepts, and having people want to do business with us, not once, but for a lifetime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's absolutely right. You have to give up something to get what you want in life. And I know it's really taking that risk. You know, just like you, yep. you travel internationally every week. And it's really about taking that risk and just getting out there and then taking what you know and teaching others how to do it and do it correctly which you're such a master at because you just you teach all of us how to do it correctly and we have to heed that advice and actually go and do it <laughs> which sometimes I know can be a little hard but I you know what I do is I take little pieces here and there and then I kind of collaborate all into my own personality and I I work it into my personality of how I'm going to go out and talk with other people and I have learned even so much just from today's interview it's just like unreal. It's just so exciting, Tom. I just love it. So um, I want to kind of come back to that networking and the really getting to know each other. So basically, as you said before, face-to-face or live mm-hmm. conversations are best, right? So live conversations are always best when you're trying to sell. Well, and, and, and I honestly feel that too many people want to have social media keep them from face-to-face or mm-hmm. maybe not meet folks where there could be rejection. And I don't, don't think I'm saying social media is not a wonderful process and it's now the in thing, but it should, it should never take the place of getting out, meeting people in your territory, making phone calls, handling the possibility that, you know, you can get told no. Uh, I mean, I'll never forget, I was about ready to leave real estate. Money, my money was almost totally gone. And my manager put me in his brand new car, drove me up into the uh, residential area three miles from the office. And he said, Tom, you've been sitting waiting for business. It's not going to come to you. 
we are three miles from the office. You get out and just knock on all these people's doors, walking back, say hi, be nice, and I promise you, for every hundred doors you hit, you'll find someone that wants to list their property, and you'll have a fee. So I started knocking doors. I cursed every word I could come up with at him, and but I knocked doors, and sure enough, my 64th door, this man opens it. I said, hi, I'm Tom Hopkins. I'm with Coal Banker and Real Estate, and we're looking for homes that are available in the area, and this is a nice area. He goes, you're in real estate? I said, yes. He goes, you have a license? I said, yes. Stay here. Well, he called his wife. Honey, come to the front door. And this young man, I was only 19, Mm-hmm. This young man's in real estate, and she looked at me and she says, "You have a real estate license." I says, "Yes, ma'am." She says, "Please come in," and she said, "Mr. Hopkins," and she looked at my card, my last name, Mr. Hopkins. Mm-hmm. She said, "My husband has been given a transfer slip and has to leave this week." And I have to sell this house with the three children. And last night we dropped to our knees and prayed that God would send us a real estate agent. And, of course, I went, hallelujah, here Uh I am. (laughs) Sure enough, I not only only listed that home, but I, I started knocking doors around it, got other properties, and in a way... It, 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 it kick-started my real estate career by getting out and having to talk to people and handle the fear of rejection. And don't forget this little thing. The pain of failure is gone when the benefits are received. So we have to go through pain. We have to handle some rejection. But I'll guarantee you, when you build your following, your reputation, and people will say you're a, a superstar in what you do, all the pain is forgotten because the benefits have arrived. I, well, as always, Tom, I love that, everything that you're saying because, you know what, took you 64 doors. And you know how many people would have quit before 64 doors? So kudos to you. You know, I've heard it takes 100 no's to get to your first yes. And for you, it was 64. And it's just like when I've been in um, other sales professions and network marketing and those, they say, go on and get your first hundred no's. You know, I mean, just make it easy and just accept it for what it is. And I'm like, oh, uh, I know people are like, oh, I don't know about that. But, you know, that's exactly what has to happen because you have just, to just accept saying, it. Just keep saying, they're not rejecting me. It's the timing or the proposal. I'm not taking it personally. The yes is hiding behind the no, and I will not stop till I get to that yes. Amen. I love it. Don't stop until you get to the yes. Hey, everybody, don't stop because what I, you know, I try to teach people too, and you just hear it now from Tom Hopkins, Mr. Tom Hopkins. Do not stop until you get to that yes. It can be daunting. It can be very daunting, but it is so worth it. So I love that saying that you have pain of failure is gone when the benefit is received. The the what? When the benefits arrive. Arrive. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I didn't get all that written down. So that is so true. And then all of a sudden you kind of forget about everything that happened. And I know people (laughs) who are trying to build their business all on social media. Well, guess what? I talked to a mom and her daughter and the daughter's building on social media. The mom is picking up the phone and calling people because she's not on social media. Guess who's building faster? Her mom is. And her mom goes, I'm not even on social media. I'm not, I, I don't want Facebook. I don't want any of that. She goes, but I'm building faster than my daughter is. So there you have it. You have to go. You have to be, you know, in people and talk to people face to face. And I know it's hard. It can be hard. But you know what? If you can do it, it's so worth it. And all of a sudden, once you get that yes, the rest just goes away. And it's just so much fun. (laughs) That is so right. (laughs) But we learn from our mistakes, don't we? I mean, we also learn from our mistakes. And I I learn the best from mistakes. I know that part, you know, because if somebody asks me a question I don't know, well, trust me, I'm going to know it the next time somebody asks me that question. Well, and that's so resourceful, Joe, because, you know, the average person doesn't do the research 
Like, if I didn't know what to say, I'm going to find someone that does, or I'm going to really work on how to come across properly, how to develop phraseology. And I would say 80% of what I teach, train, and write in my books is what to say when they say what they say. Because if you know what to say when they say what they say, you'll say the right thing and end up with the right answer, which is normally the yes, and you close the transaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, Tom, we only have about three minutes till the end of the show, and I am just so thankful. Yeah, I'm thankful I asked. All I did, ladies and gentlemen, all I did was ask to have him on my show, and he said, absolutely. I would, you know, just call, just call and get it set up, and that's exactly what I did. So I thank you for that, Tom. Now, I also know that you have a free resource page on your website. Would you like to give more information about that until, the, uh, until we end out the show? Oh, sure. Uh, years ago, I said, there's people brand new in sales that don't have a lot of financial resources. They're starting out. So we at our website, TomHopkins.com, put together what we call a free resource page where if they go there, they can get my thank you notes, the dialogue on notes. They can get uh, mail outs that we've developed. They can get all this information. There's no charge for it. It's something that we've decided to do to help people primarily that are financially right now a little uptight, which a lot of people in the world are, as you know. So if they go to TomHopkins.com, go to the free resource page, take advantage of all those things as a gift from us, that would be super. And then, of course, do your best to help other people have, have a better life to where you're having having a wonderful feeling like I'm giving to others so they can be better, and if they're better, then I'm doing the right thing. And love people and use money. Never use people and love money. And absolutely. go for it. Ah, absolutely. I love it, Tom. Go for it, ladies and gentlemen. Tom Hopkins, thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. I am, I am the honored one, and I so appreciate you and your time today. And ladies and gentlemen, to reach your full potential of becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger. Well, listen to what Tom just said. But also, I want you to become bigger, better, bolder, and stronger each and every day. So always remember to go for it. And always remember, you know what? You are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. Remember that. I I preach that every week. And so go out and be great today. Be great always. And along the way, show kindness and love wherever you go. Be a blessing to others, just like Tom said. Just, you know, show a smile if that's all you can give because you never know what a smile will do for somebody else. You never know what other people are going through. All right? Take care. God bless. Until next week, have a fantastic week. Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.